This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dude, that's like 100% would work out in Rebox to that. Oh, yeah. Wait, doesn't this sound like uh, tonight at 9, we're going to be going through the delicious world of Jazzercise. And then it go, <laughs> and then it's like 9 and it's starting. Jazzercise. <laughs> what is it? Where did it begin? We start in Rochester, New York. <laughs> no, it always starts with like one of those stupid little like puns. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like. And everyone in this Rhode Island town is hot and sweaty over jazzercise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part jazz, part exercise. <laughs> it's jazzercise. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite jazz. It's not quite it's exercise. Not quite, <laughs> but it's really fun. <laughs> Steve, the cadence is so specific. It is. It's not quite jazz. It's not quite exercise. <laughs> jazzercise. And Dude. what started in this sleepy mountain town is <laughs> they found out was a dark surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite <laughs> It's not quite exercise. What they found was a dark surprise. <laughs> I wanna be a I'm feeling sleepy in the studio. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the show. Oh, I didn't even check my levels on this. Um, we sound great, ET. Um, that's the sound check. Like if we ever got a stadium show. Yeah, check, check. Um, Sounds great. Can I get more ET in the <laughs> Um, dude. Uh. Welcome to the show, first of all, everybody. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Steve. Yeah, welcome, Steve. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I want to start the episode off with um, something that um, is kind of like a, I mean, I was going to say it sounds like we're uh, um, promoting something, but Mike and I were part of a thing that that a few of our friends worked on Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, and I want to talk about it. Can we talk? Should we talk about it? Yeah, sure. Because it's actually going to, like, you guys are going to be able to see it. Yeah. We're going to put it on Twitch. Uh Uh-oh. And people are going to be able to see this thing. But what what I'm talking about is, and why I'm kind of decked out in these wild stallions duds. You do match very nice. I got my wild stallions hat. (laughs) Here it is here on my head. If you look towards my head, you'll see my wild stallions hat tonight at 11. <laughs> and this sleepy town went to sleep last night. More on that tomorrow. <laughs> you have to wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow? What the fuck? Is this important enough for a fucking big cliffhanger? Sleepy Mountain Town stays asleep tonight. tonight. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow night, <laughs> but um. So, oh shit, is, is that, that me, me or you? Is that us? That was me. Fuck. Well, Fuck. Uh, I mean, you owe me a beer. You owe me a beer. <laughs> Steve, we've never been out for a beer. No, we haven't. I mean, we've been out for other things. Tonight. 
So we worked on this fucking thing. So we worked thing. on this fucking thing. So like, okay, I want to do a little bit of uh I want to do a little bit of uh story time. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm here for it. <laughs> During the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> During story time. Because <laughs> all eyes are on me right now, and I don't want it. All right, so listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to me spin this yarn, Michael. Mm-hmm. During the pandemic, um, we uh, we figured out a way to like watch shit together mm-hmm. using virtual reality. Yes, we would go into a virtual reality movie theater. <laughs> We'd slap hands and throw popcorn and draw penises all over the theater. And yeah, Mike's doing a perfect impression. <laughs> But it, I have laughed. I have, I have laughed the hardest <laughs> when somebody falls asleep and their neck just cocks out <laughs> and they get thrown out of the room because they disconnect and they're, they're just fucking like. And the hand is like right here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're watching movies in this virtual. We've been watching theater. movies and I haven't laughed harder in my life. I mean, you know, I I just laughed a lot with my boys. It's very that. it's very funny. It's very fun, and we started to watch these things that this group of uh, artists created called Racer Trash. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love the news anger cadence. Me man. too, man. It's so funny, and it's such a thing. Yeah, just like the like the old nineteen twenties. Like, ah, oh, come on in here, you say. Like, it's yeah. like a whole like. There's all these fun, weird American accents that it has all... to be like some kind of scientifically proven way to deliver information yeah to people. and i'm it... delivering the information i'd love to read about it let's let, let's hang on we'll we'll set it aside but we'll do news enter cadence cadence school cadence history <laughs> history history cadence cadence road <laughs> why do newscasters all talk the same okay we'll come back love it so this racer trash collective of artists basically take movies like the Super Mario Brothers movie or Clueless or Dracula, Bram Stoker's. <laughs> if I could finish. <laughs> I'll take out. I'll, I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> Say that to your drink while you're talking to somebody. <laughs> I'm going to do that at a I'm bar next time. Guys, like you're by yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I said I, I said in a minute. I'll get back to <laughs> Hello, pretty lady. Excuse me for a second. Ma'am, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Girls, ladies, the the 25 of you who listen to this show, imagine you're in a crowded bar and a guy, you're next to a guy, you're trying to order a drink and you got to be close to the guy next to you and he looks at his drink and says... <laughs> I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> and then he looks at you and he puts a fake microphone to his mouth. And, and what are we having in there? He puts it up to your mouth. What do you do? How many of you, I want to know from the women who listen to this podcast, or the gay ones who or listen the to gays. this podcast, if someone, I guess everyone, everyone, if somebody hit on you like that, mm-hmm. 
what would be your exact reaction? Yeah, and do you want that? Because <laughs> but you have to be honest. Yeah, but don't be like, of course, think, that's my soulmate. Unless the, that's true. Yeah, and I also want to say that, like, you know, I mean, it might be cool to be like, of course, I'd love that. But if you really wouldn't love that, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's weird what I want to know. <laughs> that's what I want to know. It's weird as fuck, and it's borderline creepy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> more about me at 11. What about, what if, I was just going to say, what if, more about me at Or like, what if it was even more casual? Like, I'll be right back. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, what are you having tonight? Yes, I'm dating this glass of water. <laughs> hey, beat it, pal, she's mine. Um, <laughs> what if he was like, what if he was it's like you looking at my girl yeah. over here. <laughs> he sees the girl, he goes, hey, more about us at 11. But back to you in the studio. <laughs> and back to you with weather. It's looking hot over there. <laughs> I brought gorgeous over here with the weather. <laughs> Our next guest is gorgeous. <laughs> here we have live from the studio about to give me her number, Suzanne. Dude, if I do that for real i think i would be crushing pussy all day yeah that's i mean if you do that with confidence and yeah. not falling drunk yeah and down, if it's actually funny and yeah. like i mean it's hard if but... you do it with supreme confidence yeah one out of maybe 50 women i think even you. more than that i'm just trying to like i'd say one out low of expectations <clears throat> so when it happens more they'll be happier i guess i was thinking like in places where that would would be funny like you wouldn't go to like <laughs> the club and do that um i mean it'd be funny to do it there jumbo's but, but that, clown room yeah like i think you'd have more of a shot there if you yeah. did that like a zany bar like a dive bar i'm gonna try it out or a bar with old instruments i'm gonna in try it, it. <laughs> just don't kiss your drink before no no i won't kiss my drink but i'll be like i'll get back to you in a minute sweetheart excuse me is there <laughs> There's some on a menu you've been having your eyes on. Is there a Mr. Random Person? Mrs. Random Person? I uh, I was at a karaoke bar, and just before I went up, I walked past these girls, and I was like, uh, you're going to want a towel. <laughs> <laughs> they left immediately. <laughs> anyway, so we started watching these racer trash art movie projects. And they're so rad. They basically do like uh, vaporwave, like distortions and shit. Like I know that it was like a rough thing to watch because mm -hmm. it was. It's truly like, it, like going to a museum and sit, like you know how when you go to a museum and there's like an auditorium sort of like inside. Uh -huh. Like you walk past some of the paintings and there's like a little theater like that you can just <laughs> walk into and have a seat. The benches don't have backs, so you don't fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. But they, they're like little benches, and you could just watch this little screen. There's or just whatever. a thing that's happening. There's just a thing that's happening, and it could yeah. be like a bunch of like it could be a slideshow. It could be like a, you know, some weird art piece or whatever. And yeah. that's what I kind of consider this. Here's but it's like for how nerds. I would describe it. Looking at it, if yeah. you have no experience with it, <laughs> it's like if you've never done acid. Yeah. It's like what you think what, being acid yeah. on acid is like. Yeah. That's what watching this was like. And it's hard to watch. It's not really cohesive yeah. in a storytelling way, but it's certainly an experience and it's really fun and bizarre. And like, 
some of the segment like so the way it works is is like all of these editors and artists and stuff during the pandemic were like kind of out of work or like had a little more free time Mm -hmm. and so they decided to like start doing these things where they take movies they'd assign scenes to all these different artists and then they would all do this like vaporwave kind of like artsy like a showcase of their talent kind of art project with all these scenes so most of them would be like trippy weird acid visuals that are like bonkers but some of them were like funny jokes like they would cut in like behind the scenes footage from the movie and Mm -hmm. like weird shit like that so we loved watching these things and then one night we were like what if we like did our own version of that but it was strictly comedy, mm-hmm. no artsy shit, unless you wanted to. But. Oh, was the vaporwave <clears throat> stuff not supposed to be like funny? It was just supposed to be. It's like kind of just an expression like an art of art. Yeah, oh, it was like their okay. visual aesthetic of racer trash. Is Maybe very vaporwave. I went into it wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, it's worth a. Ch- it, some of them are a little more like bizarre than other ones, mm-hmm. but for me, if you can seek out the Super Mario Brothers, the movie one. That's the real golden child for me. And really the most inspiring when talking about what we created. Because it's a very we're very much inspired by that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we wanted ours to be strictly funny. Right. So and so we were like, what if we just took one of our favorite movies? We assigned scenes to like all these comedians, like even if you're not an editor or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're funny, we'd give you a scene from a movie and then we'd like edit it any way we want, but it had to be a joke. Right. You know? And had- no one got to see anybody else's thing right. until it was Nobody- all together. Yeah, exactly. So we all got assigned scenes from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we chose it. We just figured it was like the best where to place to start. Yeah. And and it was kind of a, a test run to see if we wanted to do more, essentially. Um, but we 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 set out to just make this fun little personal project just for us to do to keep each other sane and to have a fun thing to do while we were all locked away and shit. It was a fun activity. <clears throat> and so yeah, Mike got a scene and I got a scene. I, I we I got did. a few scenes, right? Yeah, I think I did two. Right, which were fucking great. Once I realized which ones they were, uh. Uh, then uh, it and that's so fun to try to guess whose scene is. Who's I had no idea. Like, I couldn't yeah. guess anyone's. Thing. Yeah. So for me, it was like so. So um, Brett Register, Matt Rob, and I, and uh, I want to say Joe Beretta were we when we played Fall Guys in the beginning, like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. to keep each other pandemic sane season just, one pandemic season one we would all play fall guys and we would like and then sometimes you would hop in and we would have this really fun thing where we just play fall guys and we started to call ourselves the dream warriors (laughs) because we were like this was our crew our gaming crew and we were like we gotta get jackets and a logo (laughs) and shit we were all joking about like Uh turning this thing into like a fun little crew and so yeah so it was that initial core team that kind of like devised this like bill and ted thing um and uh everyone who edited on this first one has kind of like a piece of this thing basically and has like first dibs at future Mm -hmm. um uh, movies that we do but basically we all kind of just took these scenes and went ape shit with them and it took like like nine months or something. It was like like a baby it, from 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 yeah. conception to <clears throat> to birth. And some of us took way longer to finish our scenes than others. <laughs> but we had a deadline, and uh, we decided to finally finish this thing. And what we made is truly a bonkers fucking oh, yeah. thing. 
Yes. It's and, like it's like watching TV when you're homesick. Yeah, and you're flipping the channels yeah. and you're like, I mean, it's it the thing is is like the most interesting thing about it is mm is that there were people so we screened this in a private theater that you can just like rent like anybody could just rent out this like theater mm -hmm. and then you could watch whatever you want in there so we did this like little premiere and we brought we invited like you know 30 people or something all spread out in this little private theater and <clears throat> we kind of were like okay here's this thing we really wanted to watch it with all the guys that made it and for all of us for a lot of the editors it was the first time seeing it assembled mm, right i think at that point only a few people had seen it uh just to test out if it worked or whatever right so um but the most interesting thing was is that there were like quite a few people that had never even seen bill and ted's excellent adventure okay and it was like wow i wonder what this is gonna do to them because it, it is essentially bill and ted's excellent adventure chronologically chronologically but just everybody has a different scene but, and edit it's and it's bonkers yeah, yeah. and sometimes it's like someone completely went away from the movie and went into an absolute hellhole of fucking hilarious shit. Like you forgot what you, you forgot what you were watching, but yeah. somehow organically without any of us cohesively discussing this, uh -huh. it like comes back from a bonker scene into like a story moment in the movie. Yeah. And then you're suddenly like watching like Bill and Ted again. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay, here we are. And now we, they got to get that report done. And you're learning that as you go along. Dude, it's almost like <clears throat> no one wanted to fuck up the next person. Yeah. But no one talked about it at right. all. So it just <laughs> <Right>? organically <laughs> happened. Right. And it was really this huge experiment. And, mm. and really the most curious thing to me was if it would even work as a movie, right. like somehow, even though that wasn't the point of it the point of it was just to make a thing to make us all laugh mm -hmm. and get all our friends involved and try to do a cool thing like the racer trash guys are doing yeah um but make it our own you know none of us were under the impression that anyone would see it no ever. in any way it was legit just for us and yeah and truly there's a world where we don't show it and uh -huh. we didn't show it and we weren't gonna it was was just for us right but we ended up showing it to people in a private setting because we were proud of it and we wanted to bring some friends and <laughs> we all wanted to watch it together right and it was like we we decided that like it's so funny and we're so proud of it and everybody did such a good job that we're just gonna fucking put this thing on Twitch. Uh huh. So uh and and just show it sometimes. And uh so you guys can see it. So we're gonna we're putting this fucking thing up online. You could see it live on Tuesday. I think that's uh what day is that? Like the twenty first or something? Twenty first. This Tuesday. This Tuesday. So so this is Friday on Tuesday, the twenty first. I think at like 8 p.m. or 6 p.m. Pacific or something. Uh, check our socials and shit because we're talking about it a lot on there because we're real proud of this thing. We want you guys to see it and we're going to show this thing and we're going to be in the chat like talking to people and um, explaining kind of like whose scene is whose. And but um, do do you how many do you remember? Or is that, does it ruin all of the editors? Yeah. Does it ruin it for other? Okay. People? So I'll throw out, a, I'll throw out as many as I can remember. Let me know which ones yours were. Okay. So I did, um, I did two scenes. Mm -hmm. I did the intro that looked like a, like TV, like the, like an, uh, the intro to Bill and Ted TV show. Was it the one with the TGI Friday? Yeah. Thing? That made me like feel. Something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude. I, I hadn't seen that intro right? since 
we watched it every week. I know. And then and then like the little commercials for the episodes of Everything Full House going it. on yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, whoa, I'm gonna watch Full House in a minute. It's great. Right. And then per- Perfect Strangers and shit. Okay, so I, I so I did that one and then I did the mall scene. The whole mall scene where they're like, um, where all the shit where everything goes to shit and then like the like the explosions and stuff <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> dude your um bill and ted in alaska thing <laughs> is so good no spoilers but fuck man legitimately so good i didn't remember i remembered one of the edits that i made out of all the because edits, it had been so long because it had yeah. been so i got mine done like kind of right away because i was just super excited about it and i had nothing going on which was like february or something yeah 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 <laughs> definitely winter time and it just came out like last week, yeah. or two weeks ago or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So I had no idea. And then when I was watching it, <laughs> Zoya was next to me and I was like, oh, watch this. Dude. <laughs> read, read this next text on the screen if you can. You're not going to be able to. But dude. And there were things that I remember. <laughs> oh, when you popped up the little text bubbles and stuff? I, I made it like, oh, it's is so talking good. about this ruining it? Well, you don't, you, could, you don't have to get specific. But if you want to like talk about maybe just hit that uh forward 15 seconds there you, if you go. want to watch it yeah. and be surprised but um i also have so many questions about your second one dude i'll answer all of them i want because I it have was so like, many questions i had no idea and then i just fucking remembered everything it was like seeing a friend well, again. <laughs> my, well my questions for you can also wait because i don't want to like because some people aren't going to skip this and i really think if you guys are listening to this, uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I rarely ask you guys to do anything really other than like, <laughs> if you like the things we talk about, you can buy some of the stuff we, we promote yeah, or like, you know, come check out our social shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think I really implore you if you're listening to this right now, this is a weird special thing. Yeah. It would just kind of appeal to your yeah. sense of humor. Yeah. I think yeah. you'd really, really like it. If uh-huh. you like us even a little bit, you, I think you'd really like it. And if you like Bill and, and Ted's- you want to stop. Excellent Adventure. <laughs> if you want to stop liking us. If you like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure even a little bit, mm-hmm. this is also just like an absolute love letter to it. Because we all love it very much. And it was it's something we all- I think there's only one person who had never seen it, and that's part of their, <laughs> their, their bit. Dude, dude. Yeah, it's so good. It's I won't so spoil good. that part. <laughs> I won't spoil any of the parts. Yeah. But I really want to talk about my part. Now, yeah, go. Because I'm really excited. Go, about but it. I'm not going to ask you the thing until like the next episode or, so or when we do the twist. I just want to talk thing. about it. Yeah. I know. Uh, I'm mad at you for not asking. I know. I'm sorry, but I got to Because I don't want to spoil it. And I know people are going to listen. I'm going to say a spoiler thing. So what does it matter? Okay, go ahead. Maybe it's a, maybe. Does it make it cool? Does it make it something for you to look for? Because it's not like. Okay. All right. And it is only one scene. That's my whole. Is saying that it'll it'll be cool for a small group of people to know the story behind one of the scenes. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Um, or just press pause. <laughs> on, yeah, but like how much of a percentage of people are going to do that? No, 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 no. It's yeah. just fun. <laughs> Dude, everyone listening right now is just, just fucking Just fucking talk, talk about it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So the text thing Get that pops up is supposed to be like two people watching the movie <laughs> with each other. Oh, I love that. And they... I think I did two scenes and they come up in both scenes and it continues. The okay. So that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if, so you did the, the, so the Bill and Ted in Alaska scene um, is, is longer than just that moment. 
Like all the text pop up things are you. Yes. Okay, because for a moment I thought some other editor had ran- had also done the text pop up thing, but dude. It's such a funny bit because at one point there's one that pops up so fast and then goes away so fast. Yeah. Like you can't even the read scene it. It cuts away. It, like it exists in the, yeah. in the shot. But you somehow, you somehow made it up, stay up long enough for you to at least read, stop texting. And it said so much more than that. But the fact that you could read, stop texting, and then it cuts away yeah. is like a, it was like a, a timing joke that was just so perfect. Because that's all you need. Yeah. And the coolest fucking part about that is I love editing stuff and I don't edit that much yeah. stuff anymore. Editing's and fun. as soon as Matt was like explained to me like what the thing was, yeah. it was like doing Kind of like like doing stand up and thinking of stand up jokes, but through the medium of like just cutting a thing. Yeah, and yeah. I had so much fucking fun <laughs> with it. Yeah, especially because it was like there were zero limitations. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally do whatever the fuck you wanted. I think the only things that we were like kind of adamant about were not making anything vapor wavy, so that it wasn't like we were ripping off Racer Trash even more than we already were. Sure. Um, and then, um, it was like, don't like film a thing. Like, don't like make a sketch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't right. Put yourself yeah. Don't it. put yourself in it. Cause it's like, <laughs> why, who, why? Like this, this movie, it's about Bill and Ted. It's about the movie we're doing, uh-huh. you know? And also it's kind of annoying to do that, I think, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. So that was the other rule. And then I think that that's it pretty much. Like, I think uh-huh. it was just like, you know, cause some people went like really like graphic and there's yes. like stuff that we're going to have to all the Twitch stream. <laughs> but, um, for for certain and there's an uncensored version that that i was really sad we didn't see in the theater yeah, we paid for an infomercial at 2 a.m to sell you that one <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> on channel 47 exactly um but uh but anyway yeah when your text pop-up things happen it's so funny it's, yeah it, like the whole thing is just like you never know what's gonna happen and it's really like exciting mm-hmm. to see what's next basically yeah and uh so um it's like yeah. watching a uh I don't know. It's like the same energy of like watching like a, it's not the same energy, but it gave me a feeling of like watching a live performance. Yeah. Like, uh, whenever I sat down and watched like a, a Broadway show, yeah. I wasn't super familiar with it. So right. I was just seeing the story for the first time like that. Right. And that's kind of what it felt like. Just a very like not classy version. of that. Right. Right. It's, it's like an, an, an in no way is it classy yeah like, but you have like no idea yeah. what kind of like artist perspective you're gonna see on the next scene yeah. of this cohesive yeah. movie and it's all bonkers and some people went like crazy ham like yeah. oh yeah like um so we'll, st- we'll start to throw some names out there so andy mogren mm-hmm. who some of you guys know as an editor who made like he did a bunch of smosh stuff and then he did a bunch of um all of the really cool, impressive digital CGI looking packages from the Valley folk. Like mm-hmm. he did all of that. Um, and he makes movies like Bear Force One and like all those like stupid YouTube movies and shit. But Pterodactyl is a movie he also made, which is fucking great. The guy's just great, very talented, amazing, nice guy. He's very nice. And he like built an entire like scene like using like you know from the ground up in digital 3d and shit and he Mm -hmm. made like all this amazing shit and it's just like some of it is beyond impressive but most of it is like piss yourself funny shit yeah yeah yeah. like really fucking funny right um which one was his 
His was okay. So he did two of them. He did the one where the world is like on fire yeah. and they're all like yes. cut out somehow. <laughs> and then he did um, the one with the iron with the. Um, when Ted's in the uh, suit of armor and he's falling down the yeah. stairs like forever. <laughs> I knew somebody like somebody legit had to do that. Yeah, one. he built that yeah. from scratch. And then he did the whole like yeah, the whole like Ted going through like the afterlife and stuff, uh-huh. like all that weird shit. Yeah, very, very good. Dude. Like crazy good. I mean, we got Owen in there. Mm-hmm. Owen did such funny shit. Owen did the fucking end guitar riff thing that just went i wasn't i wasn't there for the last like 20 minutes you i mean you (laughs) have to see it it's like owen like went bonkers with it everybody went bonkers with it but like yeah matt robb did one brett register um chris mccaleb who like you guys maybe know but he's an editor on like better call saul and breaking bad and he's like an award he's like an actual award-winning see brett's homie yeah okay yeah yeah you've met him he's a cool guy he he was the one did that, he that do, moderated the our panel at la Comic-Con. he did fucking talking banter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i like that guy a lot <laughs> yeah he's an amazing guy yeah um we got maddox like old school youtube like editor like uh creator we got um harley morenstein mm-hmm. did a fucking scene did a couple <laughs> of scenes that'll goddamn insane uh ryan ferrocchi yeah fucking ryan our boy ryan did, did jesse do one Jesse did one. Jesse yeah. Stillwell. Jesse Stillwell. Tight. Um, and Heather's voice is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like recorded on her phone in her car, yeah. I guess. Did Kevin do one? Kevin. No, we, I mean, look, we, we, we reached out. I reached out to Bowman. I reached out to Kevin. I reached out to a lot of people to see if they were, were interested. They would in all it. just be so good at it. I know. And I, and I, and it's like the second we showed it to people, like even people who didn't edit were like, we want in on this. Yeah. Like give us a scene. Yeah. Like, um, for the next thing, you know? Uh huh. Um, do we talk about no. anything else or no? Well, definitely like we know what we're doing next, but yeah. it's so far in the future. I don't really want to talk about okay. it, but, um, <laughs> but it's so exciting. Um, but yeah, we had so much fun doing this and, uh, I'm leaving out so many editors, but, mm-hmm. um, Sarah Whittle did one. Oh, nice. Um, fuck my brain my brain it doesn't matter we yeah a bunch of it, basically all of our friends and mm-hmm. like you know whatever um but uh yeah it's so bonkers and yeah. dude it's just i mean i i i really struggled with my my final scene i finished up my intro scene really quickly because mm-hmm. i had the idea and i knew what i needed to do but that mall scene is so long it's five minutes long yeah and it's like you know five minutes is a lot and again when you got to go into everything and make it funny and Mm -hmm. like do weird shit to it it's like where do i even fucking start and that scene goes to so many different it goes to each historical figure to see what they're doing in the mall essentially and so it's like every single moment has to be something you know so i was like really stuck with it but yeah it would be weird if you just left something normal you couldn't you couldn't like i think there was one moment that only i really noticed that i left completely alone and Uh it's fine it gives you a moment to kind of like breathe in the scene right um but yeah it was really fun and and i just like the like we just finished this thing like two three weeks ago or something Mm -hmm. or two weeks ago and so, yeah, I was like, it was like up to the wire, basically, where some of us were like kind of fine tuning our scenes and shit. But man, I, I, I hit such a wall with that fucking mall scene, dude. Oh, really? I, I had so many ideas on where to go and I was just so slow with it. And then finally, one day I went to the office 
with no stimulation around, just my laptop and just like the the will to finish this thing. Uh-huh. And I came up with this idea that I just like ran with and I just like didn't stop for hours. And then I was like, I'm done yeah. and this is good and I love it. And it ended up being pretty good and people liked it. So and that's great. You know, that's all you can ask for. So anyway, we'll stop talking about this fucking thing, but dude, please. So fucking, so fucking. Dude. What a fun thing to it was a very fun thing to do. So fun. Super fun. And like, um, not, uh, I don't know. It's just like an out of nowhere, like project. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and created by not with the intention to like make any kind of profit or mm-hmm. any kind of like, just do a fun thing. We didn't even, like you said, intend to like ever really show it to anybody. Mm-hmm. It was really just so that we could all like have fun and have like a stimulating art project. Dude, to it do. was so fun to watch the scenes. And literally as soon as I had any inkling of like, that would be funny there. Almost like if me and you were watching a movie next to each other, like yeah. what we would say. Right. Like it was like that. Right. And I didn't talk myself out of like any of the jokes. I know. And there was this one thing that was kind of hard to do. And I, I wasn't, I'm not the best at like technical, <laughs> like uh, any kind of special effects stuff at all. Right, right. But I knew that I had to do it. And I, I even tried to talk myself out of it. And then I was like, no, you're trying to talk yourself out of it. That's what you thought would be funny. So if I could do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, that was like a fun little challenge and that like, it was fun to like stimulate, um, my brain like that during quarantine a billion where, when that shit like wasn't happening. Oh, totally. And that was like really the, it it was, it was really born of that idea. It was kind of for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, we're all kind of losing our minds Mm -hmm. and if we don't put our brains to some creative thing. And, and it really helped to not have it be something that was like, you know, we're, we were worried if people would like it or something. And like, no, you know, cause care. we're constantly <laughs> making content. We're worried about, is it, does it still work? Are we going to be able to fucking stay alive doing this? Sure, sure, sure. And it was nice to, to put creative effort into something that was like zero risk and zero, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously the biggest risk was the fact that it was like, you know, something that was just for a personal time and you were taking yourself away from your like, you know, work time or whatever, mm-hmm. but you found the time to do it because it, it was a nice creative change of pace, mm-hmm. especially because we were doing it for us and nobody else, which right. feels like the old days when you would make something to just, just to make your, friends friends laugh, laugh. uh-huh um and then i think that's totally what this is and also i was thinking because it's really hard to describe what it is so we're calling it the bill and ted remake excellent remake or okay. something um but i think i figured out the best way to like describe what it is <laughs> i think it's a movie remix okay yeah I think that's the easiest way. That's like the easiest way to like explain what it is to anyone. We just took a movie and we remixed it mm-hmm. basically in a comedy as a, as in a funny way. Yeah. It's like a funny remix, a funny remix. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are we at? How long did we talk about this shit? All right, great. Let's do some ads. Okay. Huh? And we'll be right back. <laughs> Blafter this. <laughs> And this sleepy town's gonna stay awake for a few more days. <laughs> Coffee truck overturned on the main road. <laughs> it turns out Bessie the cow is gonna make milk again. <laughs> hey guys, let's talk about HelloFresh, huh? 
just for a minute or two. Hello Fresh is a delicious. This food box delivered to your door with ingredients, fresh ingredients that are pre-measured and mouth-watering. There's seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, skip the trip, fun, and affordable. Skip the trip. Skip the trip. Skip the trip. Wake up, stand up, sit down, sit up, skip the trip. Skip the trip. Skip the trip. Skip the trip. Go outside, come back inside, skip the trip. Skip the trip. Get back into bed. Brush your teeth. Skip the trip. Skip the trip. So, guys, you can skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And here's the deal, guys. Fall is busy. Why don't you skip the trip? HelloFresh recipes save time you'd otherwise spend meal planning, shopping, and chopping. Skip the trip. So get back to what matters. Huh? And you can get better value, guys. Skip the trip. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than shopping at the grocery store. Skip the trip. Stop it! Let me do my shot. You get those pre-portioned ingredients that ensure you won't spend money on excess food that ends up going in the trash. And most importantly, skip the trip. <laughs> Guys, we've had these delicious meals delivered to our home, and you can dang believe we've ripped those boxes right open and made delicious meals in no time. And we skipped the trip. So guys, here's the deal. I, look, cooking is never easy if you don't know what you're doing, but HelloFresh makes it so easy with their easy, easy, easy instructions. Everything has a picture, picture. Everything has a picture, and everything's pre-measured. It's all in the box. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to go like, oh no, I'm having to knock on my neighbor's door and get some salt. No, it's in there. So guys, why don't you skip the trip and go to HelloFresh.com slash banter14. That's HelloFresh.com slash banter14 and use that code banter14. And why is that? Why is that 14 stuck to our beautiful name? I'll tell you. It's because you get up to 14 free meals. Huh? That's so many meals. That's two weeks of meals. I'll give you a second to think about 14 meals going in your dummy. You little dummy. Skip the trip. And you're going to get free shipping, too, guys. <laughs> Up to 14 free meals, including free shipping, guys, by going to HelloFresh.com slash Banter14 and use that code Banter14. Huh? And I'll tell you what, uh, you guys want to hear HelloFresh's tagline? It's America's number one meal kit. Skip the trip. The trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh. You know what's a bummer that you can't skip the shit. <laughs> hey, guys, let's talk about Quip. Don't squip. Don't skip the Quip. Don't 
Don't skip, don't skip on quit. You know what I love about mouthwash, Michael? Don't skip the quit. Let me do my show! I don't have abs from laughing so hard on this show, huh? Every week, it's like a Thursday workout over here. I like mouthwash because it cleans the heck out of my mouth real nice and good. It gets into those nooks and crannies. And uh, it feels real good. And here's the thing, I, I like to use it before I go out. Maybe before I talk to somebody. Maybe before a special occasion. And I'll tell you, I don't like those big, bulky mouthwash bottles, baby, and then just sitting in it, and it's like, it's gross, Why are they dude. so big? I hate it. Why are mouthwash bottles so big? I hate it. Why do they take up so much space in the bathroom? I hate it. And you know what's funny, guys, and it's hilarious. Mouthwash hasn't changed in 140 years. <laughs> Think about hilarious. that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so funny. Most brands are still selling those big, bulky bottles that are mostly full of water and alcohol, huh? And, and uh, and that's why the oral care experts at Quip created a mouthwash that gives you more of the ingredients you need and less of the stuff that already comes out of your faucet. And their bottle is so cool, man. It's a little dispenser and it feels like you're in the future. I feel like I went into Star Wars. And I, got, and I, I feel like Darth Vader offered me his toilet to use the restroom. And in there was this exactly. really cool mouthwash bottle. I can picture all that. Right? So and then and then you need and then you and then you guys know that Quip makes an electric toothbrush. That's kind of what it sounds like. It's what it sounds like inside your mouth. That's how you know when to switch sides. Anyway, we love Quip. We use all the damn Quip and Quips in my mouth every morning, whether I'm swishing it or brushing it or flossing it. And here's the deal, you can add a mouthwash refill plan, guys, so you never you can skip the trip. And you make sure your rinse never runs out, huh? With a customizable subscription, you can get refills automatically delivered straight to your door every three months. You can stay on top of your swish without lugging any bottles home from the store. And guess what? You can skip the trip. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. So guys, if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you're going to get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, huh? You're going to get that kit, which includes that refillable dispenser, a 90-dose supply of Quip's 4X, or maybe it's four times concentrated formula? Four times concentrated. Four times concentrated. And getquip.com at getquip.com slash banter. Five. Don't skip the kit. That's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit at getquip.com slash banter5. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter5. Quip! The Good Habits Company. Yeah, everyone loves it.
My dad is a big fan of that one. Can I ask you a question before yeah. the next ad? Sure, sure. The older that you get, do you remember your dad's farts? It's a childhood smell. It should stay with you or not. You remember your dad's farts or not? Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I mean, sure. I, you know, my dad didn't like really do it. Your dad didn't fart. I mean, he did, but he just didn't like, you know, he was like kind of, kind of like uh more reserved reserved about it yeah interesting yeah i don't know anyone like that yeah same, yeah my dad and my mom were were both pretty much like farts saints. were in the toilet Your farts going to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> you put those ideas and you put them with the farts in the toilet take down your goddamn pants <laughs> and fart near the toilet <laughs> You don't want to stay here till you learn. And you're not going to come off the pot <laughs> until you fart in the toilet. Until you've moved water. <laughs> but whenever he did, it was great. Me and my brother were the ones tooting horns. Anyway, I was going to say, brother, as ooh. you got older, yeah. do you recognize that your farts smell more like your dad's? Oh, man. I mean, poop. Poop smell. So poop I guess, smell. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yes. Yeah, dad's right. poop would fill the whole house. So do your like poop smell like chimney. your dad's? <laughs> and happy tidings. Uh, Sleep in heavenly peace. <laughs> it's like snuggled in your bed and the, the green smoke is just going through <laughs> Like this. <laughs> yeah, it just tiptoed at that point. <laughs> Knock stuff off the shelf. Like <laughs> the Grinch finger. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, poop I and farted farts, last yeah. night in the car on the way back from San Diego. Hell yeah, we'll talk about that. Love that. Briefly, love it. Uh, and I was like, Dad, that smells like my dad's. Wow, I love that. It was kind of nice. I love that. It's actually kind of nice. <clears throat> dad's breath. My favorite candle from Wick William. Hey guys, let's talk a little bit about Headspace, and then we'll get out of these ads, huh? Hey, I like Headspace a lot. Me too, man. Dude, it's Me kind too. of this meditation app oh, yeah. that we got hooked up with through the sponsorship mm -hmm. thing. And I signed up for it and I did one of the meditations and I immediately changed the voice to British. Oh yeah, British woman. I think her name is Eve. Oh, she's wonderful. And she just did Sweetheart. great things for, and the thing is like, you kind of got to sit and you got to be totally immersed, right? And you have, you to, have like, to do it. You have to, you have to like, do what it says. To it. And for it to like work, for it to have the full experience, for it to run through you, you know, yeah. for to really feel it. And here's the deal about meditation <clears throat> really quick, because like meditation is whatever it is and what, however you feel about it, whether it's like in a mysticism way or in a, in a, a mental, emotional way, I truly believe that whatever, whatever your beliefs are. Meditation is the reason why meditation is so fantastic is because it, you're absolutely just quieting your brain, uh -huh. which is something that is very hard to do. And basically what Headspace does is it teaches you how to do that. And for me, the times that I like went out to, cause they'll say like, you know, <clears throat> if you can like go out to like where there's grass or like kind of like sit down and like where there's, you can feel the breeze of yeah. the world on you and shit. Maybe a park, maybe an alleyway. Yeah. Like go somewhere that's like kind of quiet. It's like outside of a room, like maybe just somewhere outside, find a quiet place to just sit down and they kind of just lead you through how to like you know, feel the wind and kind of just stop thinking about all the things that make your brain feel not so good. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, it just feels like 
it feels so good after you do it. You ever like play in any any kind of sport or any kind oh. of basketball and any any kind of soccer. activity? I played soccer when I was a little boy. And then after you breathe so hard that your chest hurts, yeah, they're like, okay, sit down for a second. Yeah, and you sit down and it feels amazing. Yeah, and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> like oh, oh, yeah. And that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be surprised because. It is like mental exertion. Right. When like you're constantly using your brain to think about shit all day. And what Headspace does is it helps you kind of like take a second mm -hmm. and just quiet your brain a little bit. And I truly believe it's helpful because yeah. I've used it and I love it. And I and I can tell you from my own personal experience that it works for me. Yeah. And um and so what Headspace does is it it's uh it gives you access to like all these awesome methods of like quieting your mind and helping with like anxiety and like all sorts of I mean it's really it's broken down by like <clears throat> what you might be looking for. Yeah, what it's you need. Really, it's very it's nice. easy to navigate, mm -hmm. really cool site um uh app. I think that um I don't know. I love it. It's really good. And so whatever the situation is, Headspace really can help you feel better. Oh, are you overwhelmed? Headspace has a three minute SOS meditation for you. Do you need help falling asleep? Headspace has wind down sessions uh, that the members that their members swear by. And if you're a parent, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. That's pretty cool. I like that. I would have loved to have med learned how to meditate as a kid. I think that would have been a cool skill to have That's as an adult. Nice. Me and my dad prayed together before <clears throat> bed. Same sure, thing. same thing. Yeah. So um, it's it's uh, Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your over overall sense of well-being. And Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and quiet your mind. And Headspace's meditation made simple, babies. So go to headspace.com slash banter. That's Headspace dot com slash banter for a free one month trial with access to headspace's full library of meditations for every situation guys can i tell you really quickly that when i fly somewhere it's been a while i use headspace because they wow, have a section for like smart. chilling out and meditating kind of like quieting your mind when you're like nervous to fly do they have a six hour one dude there's one <laughs> there's one that's for when you're in the airport oh that's great waiting and then there's yeah. one for when you're on the plane yeah and there's all sorts of different like whatever it's just really good stuff just dude, check it we out we should make one for the airport absolutely like look dude. around there's someone complaining about someone at the coffee <laughs> place look at that woman who's clearly upset about something that doesn't matter skip the trip all right well thank you so much headspace we love you we appreciate what you provide for the world and we think you should check it out at headspace.com slash banter and you get that free month one month trial get out there huh dude little bonus thing i like about them is mm. that they text you a nice thing every day i know yeah dude and it's like always you know how you see some of your notifications and you're like god damn just make it stop oh yeah every time i see one of those i'm like i know it's gonna be nice yeah and, make and uh nice. it's a change of pace because you know sometimes the texts i'll get are it's time for you to start paying for your son and or like why haven't you been home this is your son yeah this is your son 
And it's nice to get messages from Headspace saying things are going to be okay. <laughs> it's nice to get a message from your son. All right, Mike. Yes. Do you want to talk about why newscasters all talk the same? Or yeah. do you have something that you would like to talk about? So- uh, I would like to say, you, no, I'll say stay tuned for the end. Make sure you've been good with like, uh, do you have any plugs or whatever? And I have plugs for us, for our show. Mm-hmm. And they're very important, and I want to talk about them so much. Mm-hmm. But I also want to talk about this. <laughs> well, I mean, we could just we could just do both. Well, we just did the ads. That's so true. it's like you That's don't want to. It's too much. Well, I've certainly gotten excited um, messages from people asking when tickets are going to go on sale and things like that um, for our for show. this newscaster. For this newscaster <laughs> thing. So it's certainly something we should talk about at some point on the show. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I don't know. I guess it just sounds like, uh, the more contemporary practice of sounding linguistically neutral is often referred to as having a general American accent, which is a bit misleading (laughs) since there's linguistically neutral, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. Since there's really not much of an accent at all. Also referred to as standard American broadcast English or network English. General American was a term first used in the 1920s and 30s by linguists who wanted to isolate a more widespread accent than the New England or Southern dialects. Oh, so there was like a motivation behind this. They were like, we got to stop putting these New Yorkers on TV. We got to sound like our own thing. So and people there's someone with a from. fucking knife in the subway is no good. <laughs> the scholar George Philip Crap. <laughs> His name is Crap. That's great. Use the phrase in his 1925 book, The English Language in America. Don't send us that. It's not the songbook. That's the only thing that matters. We haven't gone through the songbook in a while. We should bring it's it over. It's probably here. good. Every time we open that it's thing, it's something song, racist. It's racist came out. That's no fun. <clears throat> Linguist John Kenyon referred to it in his 1930 title, American Pronunciation, where he insisted. <laughs> My favorite Green Day song. Same. Where he insisted that 90 million Americans spoke general American. Speak American. As the century wore on, a wider range of regional accents were recognized and became almost impossible to generalize between New England, Southern, and General American. Those, <laughs> what did that happen? <laughs> right? Though some linguists disagree on the definition of General American, it's still largely considered a speaking voice that lacks regional flair. So, General <laughs> why do news anchors rely on it? One of the biggest reasons is to keep their employment opportunities open. What the fuck? Local anchors who deliver the nightly news yeah, for affiliate they could work stations wherever. are often vagabonds taking jobs across the country, and those different networks prefer a general American accent. If an anchor hailing from the South committed to delivering the day's top stories in a Southern accent, for example, it's not likely a New York station would feel viewers could warm to them. Dude, that's exactly what happened in um, with wrestling. And Vince Whoa. McMahon was like, I, I, uh, all the wrestling announcers, all the greatest wrestling announcers were like, all in a Southern uh, twang. Yeah. And he was like, no, we're the New York guys. We have to like, yeah. And this has to be the voice of like the national. And band. tonight we've got this fight happening. Yeah. It's sure. like very, or tonight. Yeah. 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 But then, uh, uh, JR, Jim Ross, who has a very thick Southern accent, is like, you know, the, Considered one of the best of all time. Love he that. A, a, he's so good. He had a job with the New York company. It's like that guy who would come out on the boxing matches and go, "Let's get started." The fight. what was his name? Michael. Michael Pupper. Buffer. Buffer. That's right. So yeah, it looks like neutral. um, That's it looks so like 
Likewise, a Brooklyn accent might sound peculiar when Los Angeles residents want to run down a local headline. <laughs> that would be oh, so the, funny. The 405 has got a lot of traffic on <laughs> look it. Look at his, that That's the New York, the guy from Brooklyn doing the weather in LA. <laughs> look at these snowflakes with the jacket sign. These motherfuckers don't know what cold is. It's 78. Take the jacket off. Anyway, back to you in the studio. Take the goddamn jacket off. It's 78 every day. Anyway. Take the jacket off. What's coming up next? Brad Pitt took a shit, I guess. I don't know. Come- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just joking I around. I kind of want that, actually. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. And the fucking, and the LA person yeah, goes to New, New York. York. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand your fucking subway system, all right? Um, I'll never understand it. Somebody was very offensive on the subway. <laughs> I said good morning to a gentleman on the train, and they said nothing back, and in fact, vomited on my shoes. But I couldn't see it for a while because I was looking at my phone. And I was upset about it for weeks. I just noticed the 405 doesn't run through Manhattan. I needed to talk to my therapist about it. Um, so, uh, it's, it looks like an accent is only a portion of the broadcaster's delivery at broadcasting schools. Television journalists are trained to speak at a moderate speed and enunciate each word clearly. Looks like tonight, this sleepy <laughs> town will stay awake <laughs> <laughs> for the last time for the foreseeable future whether they realize it or not young broadcasters may also start (laughs) it's tough to stay woke in a sleepy town (laughs) yeah it's hard to stay woke in this sleepy town (laughs) at 11 sentences are composed for ease of reading off a teleprompter all right well i guess it's just so people can yeah there's like remember in source fed when we used to blow them up and it would be like three words oh yeah oh that's never and this sleepy (laughs) town point to steve (laughs) (laughs) laugh at whatever steve says yeah dude i used to love reading off the teleprompter because i'm not a great reader uh-huh. but we would blow it up and i would try to memorize as much as you know because i'm dyslexic and kind of stupid so i would try to memorize as much as we could uh-huh. in the time given right but i loved having that like guide and like zach or uh or whoever was back the other there boys. um chris whatever chris, yeah. a thousand people ran yeah back there. Yeah. Uh, would like roll it with the speed Breaking. that you were doing it. Yeah. And it was just the best. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. it was a oh really, where they follow along fun. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the way to go. That was, like, was the kind first of time a, I ever had to do that. Yeah, there was a skill involved in like the there there was like a, a teamwork thing going on with the yeah. prompter operator and the prompt and the prompter. Dude, I remember being in um and we there was even like a source fed cadence after a while. Yeah. And it was just like a younger hey guys, today we're gonna talk about and we want you know yeah yeah dude everyone had their own too yeah that which was good yeah uh which i think makes it entertaining for a long time oh yeah until you get shut down right but before that right um but i remember being in connecticut and all my jokes or not jokes but all my like script for the video or whatever would legit be on like a a piece of paper that i tore out of a notebook and crumpled and put in my pocket yeah and i would like say something and then like if i f- forgot where i was at i would have to like take it out of my <laughs> and then i got to la and somebody's like moving a teleprompter and i'm like oh yeah I'm, yeah this now is i understand this yeah. is how people aren't only children make stuff Dude, I, 
I rely on a teleprompter for like I I mean it was like the only thing I could do. Like I remember when we did like Frankenstein MD, which was like not a teleprompter production. It was uh-huh. like you are memorizing your lines and you have lines and it's a it's a show. Right. It's a series. There's a story here. Right. But like I needed a prompter for like some things cuz there was like a lot of science terms and shit that were right. like fucking crazy that they really wanted to nail down and get right yeah and uh and and then there was like vlog style moments where like we were looking to camera anyway Mm -hmm. so it was like they brought in a prompter so that we could like you know do it but i rely on it for so much man yeah because i'm just like i forget shit Mm -hmm. i forget shit yeah Um, it's hard memorizing stuff is is yeah uh, one of the harder parts of acting that's why i'm like yeah that's why it's like either improv or a prompter for me like yeah if i need to memorize shit like i can do it but dude i love this doesn't happen super often and it all depends on how picky like the director is or the writer Mm. (laughs) but like i've had to do a couple like either little commercial things or just really anything Mm. and there will be like the proposed script and i'll do it that way and then i'll be like can we do it again and just kind of like what if i said this yeah and then they're like oh yeah we can try it and then like it gets like a laugh from people in the room and then they're like oh but what at the end what if we do this would that be okay right and like if they're cool with it eventually they're like just we'll do it one more time and just say whatever do you whatever want. the fuck you want yeah yeah and that's yeah. the goddamn best dude i honestly I've, I've been there a lot man yeah. i've been there a lot where they're like you know what just say whatever you got yeah because yeah, you're doing you're nailing it dude i want to give this thing a shout out i was in a web series for the first time in a long time and it's called like uh ride five stars or something or that's what the the i think the whole thing is called five stars it's like an undercover boss meets like lyft and uber oh that's fun and it's kind of shot like the office oh and nice. so they have a bunch of like rotating cast of comedians be the drivers oh. and that's what it was it was like an improv oh, scene i love that and in my scene i was like trying to it's like the ceo of the company uh-huh. sits in the front seat of my car and is like checking on me and i'm like smoking weed <laughs> and i'm like getting him to smoke weed uh-huh. and then we have this like interaction oh, where we're it. high and driving around the city even though that's not safe and it wasn't real it's acting there was one guy who was like how'd you not get pulled over and i'm like because of acting yeah, it's acting it's not um, real so anyway, uh, I think on Instagram, I think is where all the episodes came out. It's called like Ride Five Stars. Nice. At Ride Five Stars. Fuck yeah. And uh, dude, it was exactly that. It's the way to go. And they were man. like, here's where the scene starts and here's where you have to end, but just do whatever. Just hit those points and you're yeah. good with whatever in between. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. 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 Let's fucking do there it. There has to be a career where we could do that. Right. I know, right? <laughs> a selfish career huh, where we could be like, I don't want to say your <laughs> Right, I'll say mine. I guess you just have to make your own shit. I get a lot of self-conscious with a, a lot of self. I get a whole bag of self-conscious when I'm like, I don't know how you meant it. Like that's the skill in being an actor. I know. Is like being able to translate. Right, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh, controversy around like line reading. Like the mm-hmm. whole line reading idea is that when you're an actor the last thing you want is a line reading from like either the script person or the director, because it's like, you don't want that. You want to do it your own way. Your job is to take those words and make it yours. And Mm -hmm. like, that's your job. Like the writer shouldn't be like, well, here's a line read actually. And what the line read is, is the, what the writer's intention was with the line. Mm -hmm. And you're like, 
and they'll and the line read is saying it exactly the way they want you to say it right and it's like a no-no for actors because it's like no i'm gonna say it my way you know so but there's isn't like, that there's this whole line read thing yeah. i don't care at all for sure like give me your fucking line read dude tell me how you want me to say it right and i will say it any way you fucking want me to like i'll give you my version yeah but but give me the line read i want that yeah but there is a controversy around the line read with actors who are like i don't want that and it's like a bad thing when you get that well who wrote the thing yeah but it's like if they're asking if they're saying let me give you a line read it means that you're not doing it right and that's like not good for an actor like you know in some you can't tell a person with an with an ego that they didn't do it right exactly oh exactly it's an it's an actor (laughs) world thing it's Uh it's really dumb yeah i personally don't give a shit about it i'd i prefer a line read actor world is when you go uh after when you die right right you go to actor world (laughs) (laughs) grandma's in the actor world all right you want to (laughs) do you want to do some uh History Roads? Yeah, please. And then stay tuned for announcements. <laughs> if we're in school where there would be like, stay tuned for announcements. And stay tuned for announcements after the American flag thing. <laughs> after this. This history road comes from, uh, what is this name? Duarte. 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 Dude, I keep forgetting about the old timey music part. Isn't it nice? I, I truly love it. It makes me so happy. Yeah. It makes me feel like we're listening to an old timey radio it's program. Like my heart is doing cat. <laughs> Duarte sends a history road saying, Your farts woke me up. A short history road. Hi, DBBBBB. Just a short history ro- toad to tell you about the time your farts woke me up. Let me guess what happened. You're sleeping. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll tell you what happens. <laughs> It's tough to stay woke in a sleepy town. <laughs> Because of my living arrangements, I fly between London and Lisbon every three months, humble brag. <laughs> Usually I save that week's DB listen on the plane to keep me occupied. You, wow. Such a crazy thing to fly on a plane for for a job. Every three months. Yeah. Every three months. That would give me so much anxiety. But I guess it's like the way that you get used to it is like you just do it all the fucking yeah. time. I know somebody who's doing it even just once or twice a week for a I New know. York thing. I know. Or like uh, three days a week, like every other day. Like, fuck. That's Cannot. A lot of, like, stress. Dude, the two-hour commute from Oxnard to Culver City, or four hours sometimes, was like not no. good. San Diego, just to go back to that real quick, I had a show. I had a half an hour set at, uh, I had to be there for 8.20. I leave at 4. I spend three and a half, four hours in the car. I get out of the car. I did a half an hour stand up. Had a great time. Walked around the block to like walk around a block. Just to get into the there. <laughs> Got back in my car two hours on the way home. And I was like, fuck, this is a. We cho- I chose uh, this life. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How many of these were you dropping in the car? 
<laughs> Dude, a bunch. When I got into the, I stopped from McDonald's because I was very hungry. Gotta get McDonald's. And I didn't feel great about it, but I know I needed something. And then I got back into the garage and I was in Zoya's car and I was like, probably shouldn't. But then again, she's going to Greece for 14 yeah. days. Speaking of Greece. <laughs> I'm lightning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. That's fun. Travel for jobs. Yeah, man. It's, you know, it is what it is. You do what you got to do. Um, however, Duarte continued, I have found this is usually a mistake to listen to dynamic banter on the plane because of how hard I end up laughing with your bits. Sometimes I can't control myself and end up cry laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sitting next to a stranger. Someone's just like, business the fuck is wrong with the weird thing is that I'm usually quite reserved, but your bits send me into high, full high pitch, out of breath, belly laughing. I think that's so fucking funny. I need footage. I want someone to secretly film you. Yeah, like doing that. Disturbed by you on the plane. Yeah. We're going to see it on TikTok. This guy is going, losing his mind on the plane. I can only imagine what other people think when I break the otherwise silence of a plane with a howling of laughter. Fuck. Hopefully it's fine because people's like, oh, what is that, joy? yeah someone's expressing joy of all of the sounds that you can make that's one of the better yeah. ones um it's it, not the best one <laughs> except that last time i flew i was so tired that i accidentally let myself fall asleep to your podcast as soon as it started how dare you i can't even remember what episode it was all i remember is that i woke up to at least a three minute segment of just <laughs> farts <laughs> Dude, do you like thinking something is wrong with your phone at that point? Yeah, what keeps playing? What a weird. You know when you're between waking up and the and like and asleep, and you you get a dream about what's happening in the outside world that's waking you up. I can't even imagine. Am I shitting my pants? Yeah, is there people farting on me? What's happening? And then you're in the sky in a plane. I was so confused and scared. <laughs> you wake up to farts. You don't know where you are. You look to you like there's a cloud and shit. What the fuck? Oh, Who's dude. <laughs> Why am I buckling? Get me out. Yeah, what a weird moment. You should uh, download Headspace. He said that he was so confused and scared that he turned it off. <laughs> This is something on the wing. <laughs> Hope you read this podcast. All the best, Duarte. Oh Fuck, man. man, can you imagine the gremlin farting outside of the? There's someone farting outside There's the someone plane. Farting on the plane. Someone's farting in the something. plane. <laughs> something taking shit on the plane. Dude, speaking of sleep, someone this you Jerry person sends an email saying DB inspired sleep paralysis. Uh oh. <laughs> hey horn boys, that's us. Oh shit! It's Cecil! What's up, Cecil? It's been a bit. Wow, hell yeah. What are you up to? You're going to university? No, I said I'm waiting for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, please don't do that, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. You mind if I hang out for this? You can hang out for this email if you want, because this guy's talking about sleep paralysis. I feel like you're kind of an expert on this situation. Yeah, okay, all right. I'll hang out. You know, you're just gonna be chill while I read this. I need some Fritos in my lair. 
Why are you dancing? <laughs> hey, horn boys. Throwback to the time I had to listen to the old episode where you guys were talking about the idea of an old lady standing in your room at night and shaking her head at you. Wait, Steve. This is your kind of shit, Cecil. Steve, who are the horn boys? Oh, that's uh, me and Mike Falzone on the show Dynamic Banter. They that's what you... They call you the horn boy. What? They call you the horn boys. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes. I mean, when it, we didn't ask people to call us that, but this guy, like, called us the horn boys. Kind of okay, well, Cecil likes it. I like that. It's got Cecil's approval. That's good. Anyway, this guy's demon is weird or? no he says that he was listening to the episode where we talked about an old lady standing in your room at night shaking her head at you it was funny at the time but then i went to sleep i quote unquote woke up to a man crouched under a table in my room was that you man that sounds like james he, oh james yeah. he's the table guy he likes james that. the table guy he shakes his head and he opens his bed well he says he was whispering things to himself here yeah, is that he james? Whispers stuff. That's james what a creep yeah, he's pretty creepy. Uh, I learned. I learned so that I could. I leaned so that I could see more, and he turned to me, and I saw that it was actually me. He yeah. put his finger to his mouth and said, "Shh." Oh, so he can change. He can change into things. Yeah, classic James. As he shook his head aggressively at me. Oh God, my my entire body was filled with dread as I heard a rising flash bang sound. Jesus. Then I thankfully woke up paralyzed for a half minute. I didn't expect this podcast to give me existential horror, but here we are. Anyways, thanks for the laughs. Yeah, that's James. Dude, that's a nightmare, man. This guy sounds like he's not as fun as you. Dude, I am a sleep paralysis demon, and even I wouldn't want that sleep paralysis demon. Oh, there he goes. Are you okay, Cecil? Put my finger up to my mouth and shake my head. All right, buddy. <laughs> Did that work? Did that right. scare you? Yeah, no. It's, thanks for coming by, all right? Uh, but you go all right. Well, you got anything to plug, Cecil? No, oh, sleep paralysis, David. I'll see you later. Wait, wait don't you plug sleep? Yeah, yeah I go to sleep. The promo code banter on sleep. <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> Promo code sleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn, that's terrifying, dude. I hate that for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm actually terrified of having a sleep paralysis moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not great, but at least maybe it means that you're... You got a good sleep going? I'm trying to find a silver lining. Yeah, I know, man. There's no silver lining. It's just something your brain does sometimes. Sorry. It's really... It's kind of a defense mechanism, uh, the, the paralysis part. I guess it's meant to keep you in one place while you sleep so you don't roll off a hill or something like back when we were rolling <laughs> off hills all the time. <laughs> back when we were all goats. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Men and women are rolling off of hills at night. We are trying to figure out why. We talked to a real scientist about it. What do you think, old chap? Knock up your husbands or your family will grow up without a father. Roll off a hill and be seen again. And this scientist... Skip the trip. Skip the trip. He 
It's my professional opinion. I think that we shall cut a hole in your head and let the demon leak out, and then you will stop rolling off heels at night. Uh, dude, that's old science. They're like, well, you clearly have a rolling demon. There's a little demon in your brain. We're going to cut him out. <laughs> and then there's somebody like, there's like a woman behind him reading a book. And she's like, I don't think that's right. And, and he's like, let me cut. <laughs> Shut up. I need to cut. Who let a woman in here? Get this woman out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> This is a History Road question about death from Stuart. Hi, Mike and Steve. This isn't a History Road so much as a History Road premonition. 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 Don't say those words to me. Keep your words under three syllables. (laughs) Hi, Mike and Steve. Uh, My brother and I were talking about what we would have on our gravestones when we die. We decided we would both get QR codes. <laughs> this is fun. Love the QR code thing. Uh, etched onto ours as we could have some fun with it. Yeah. That's I nice. immediately said mine would take you to never going to give you up so I could rickroll people after I'm dead. That's good. Fun. A few of my other options were an episode of Dynamic Banter. Which? The Mummy Noise. Okay. <laughs> Pornhub's uh, terms and conditions, <laughs> <laughs> or footage of planes hitting the twin towers. Stewart, I don't like that one. Stewart, that's somebody that's listen, dude. Can I tell listen, you something? <laughs> hold on, I get it. You're trolling people. You're dead. It doesn't matter. I get it. Okay, and I think it would be funny to some people and not to others. All right, Stewart. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a dad here. I would be the other Stewart in case you're looking around for him. I'd laugh about it, I guess, but then I'd feel bad, and then I'd donate to some charity or something, and, and that would make me feel better on the inside. But truthfully, it just wasn't good to put it out in the world in the first place. <laughs> Steve was, would laugh about only because he's from the West Coast, and I don't appreciate a generation's <laughs> memification of their country's terror. You just don't remember. I hope you never have to go through that ever. Anyway, <laughs> the world changed, Stuart. The world changed. <laughs> fuck you, Stuart. From nine ten to nine eleven, world changed. <laughs> hey, Stuart. Fuck you. My question to your BB boys is what link would you have on your QR coded gravestones? I think it's a good idea. I hope this is all in the far future, but I love you lots and take care. Stuart from Oxford, UK. UK, that's why. Um, first of all, thank you for your email. Yeah. Um, I really want, I, I tweeted this the other day. I want to get, I'm going to leave you with this on my gravestone. So... I don't know how that would... You could do so much more cooler things with a, a QR code. I think my QR code would just go to the audio of me going, pizza, 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 <laughs> pizza, pizza. Yeah, where I was like interviewing that woman who just kept saying pizza with yeah. me. Or that or the bungle music would be kind of fun. Dude, what about like <clears throat> if you recorded like an audio book? It plays your whole audio book, which is like the story of your life. Yeah. But or you just read you do Harry the, Potter. Yeah. <laughs> You do the surround sound in such a way where it sounds like you're like yeah. under something. <laughs> when I was born in 1982, yeah, <laughs> and the person just sits down and like hangs out. Anyway, move a couple steps to your left. I'll tell you the story of our life. <laughs> and there's like a seat. Chapter two. You a bug. Hold on a second. Get out of here, you little rascal. Chapter two. Anyway, he's like, chapter two. Ah, let's go to the Just kidding. Here we go. I'm dead. I'm dead. Anyway. 
Um, all right. Well, thank you for that history road, and thank you all for your history roads. Um, let, let's uh, let's say goodbye, Mike. Well, before we do that, Steve, mm-hmm. so many important things to talk about. Mm. First of all, today I believe is Zine Day. Yes. So what the we did? We've been waiting for. It's one of the days we've been waiting for for sure. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it in person. But me and Steve have curated a zine. Uh, full of some very talented artists dbz work um and since the beginning of this podcast and really since cloverfields you guys have sent in uh work and we'd love to include you in future zines and this is a collection of some db art that was done by some of our favorite artists and it's available on uh, dynamicbanter.clothing uh right now and it's fucking awesome it's a beautiful piece of work and the yeah. artists are incredible and you guys are gonna i hope you guys really enjoy this thing it's a it's been a real labor of love and mike put a lot of uh, work into this thing and it's a really beautiful piece of work so it's you guys should nice. check that out and you might get some goodies with it too if you order yeah yeah it's truly a special little thing that kind of reminds us of our old days of getting zines and the music scene and shit like that when we were younger boys and uh, zines are kind of cool so we figured you know why the fuck not so yeah. if you guys want to see what that is and you like it and you want to like a weird piece of dynamic banter history yeah then get on over to that dynamic banter dot clothing and, and it's it art out. and it's art from people who are like in your like circle yeah you know yeah like like-minded art from people well people have them be a fun thing to have out in your apartment and then your friends <laughs> right like, what the fuck? put on your coffee table <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> will people have them <clears throat> in hand by our east coast shows um unclear unclear but i would say probably because i I think they're they're getting to i don't know for sure but i think they're getting to byron tomorrow oh that's awesome and barring some kind of like horrible something is terribly wrong like the suez canal being blocked by a big boat (laughs) by by an overturned crate of our (laughs) the crate of our zines is blocking the suez canal who wrote that the crate of our zines the crate of oh that was uh um what's his name the smoky robinson yeah that's right uh but um because i was gonna say if people have them in hand maybe uh if you want to get them signed by your boys we'll be in this on the east coast in new york and boston yeah on the first and second respectively of december of this year um i believe the first show will be in boston at the crystal ballroom dude december 1st you heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here December 1st, <laughs> 2021, Crystal Ballroom in Somerville, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's yeah. Boston, baby. I've never been. Please welcome me to Boston. Steve's going to be so cold. Come watch Steve I be cold. I can't wait, dude. I love being cold. I'm not even joking. And then peep this, Steve. December 2nd, 2021, we're at the GD Bell House. Love the in Bell Brooklyn. House, baby. Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Come watch us tell the news. Mm. <laughs> I might stick around a little bit, too. I might stay in New York for a little while. Hell yeah, man. We'll well, I'm going to go uh, kiss my family. Kiss your mama. And uh, it's going to be great. And I can't wait to do this live to people. Oh, man. It's you. always fun. So much fun. The man. energy is a little different than the show because we're yeah. just like, we're feeling your guys' energy and it's real good. We got to figure out some kind of way to bring Kevin or ask Kevin I know, if he wants to I come. know. He's going to say no. <laughs> I know. Maybe we can put our monies together and get him a ticket. Yeah. 
We'll pay for it. We'll we'll do, we'll do the the VIP. And we'll I would. I'll it. tell you right now. I would pay for the rest of Kevin's life if I, I if, if I, I could, could. Certainly, yeah. yeah. I'd take the boy. I'd adopt the boy. So this is what me and Steve are trying to do. We're trying to get rich enough so we could pay for Kevin's life, just to be alive. Just yeah. to, be, just to have, remain alive. Yeah. All he needs to do sometimes is maybe come take some pictures and be a genius with yeah, his if camera. He's around. If he wants to. If he's around. If he's around. All right. Well. Um. Oh. And finally, obviously, unless you have more plugs, do you have show plugs? I did want to. Oh. Uh. The next surrounded show. First surrounded show was fucking awesome. Oh, I don't know yeah. if we talked about it or I don't not. Think so. I think it was the night of the airing of our last episode. Yeah. God, it was fucking awesome. It's so amazing to be back in the improv, and all the comics did great, and the lineups are being being curated for the next two shows, which Love are uh, October eighth and November fifth. And the tickets for one, if not both of those, are online right now. And uh, there's a link in my IG like last time. And I think there'll be like 40 tickets. So grab them while you can. It sold out last time. And I also, last thing I want to say is in the comedy realm, I'm just sad that we lost um, Norm MacDonald. Because truly for a thousand reasons, one of the fucking funniest comedians that have ever truly lived and uh really one of the most entertaining rabbit holes to get sucked down is oh yeah just put norm mcdonald into into youtube or whatever and, and just and, enjoy the yeah. ride yeah 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 he i he used to like tweet a, like his twitter the guy is just was so fucking funny man literally no one else in the world like him Mm-hmm. And he used to tweet about like he would watch golf tournaments mm-hmm. and he would just tweet about all the details of what was happening. Yeah. You know, dude, in a way that he's absolutely <laughs> fucking with people in a way where he's oh, like, he absolutely with all the fucking with people. Yeah. Like my Twitter account is going to be me just talking about this golf tournament I'm watching. Right. And uh, man, the guy was just like, fucking yeah, we seem to cut the grass here a lot yeah. in this golf <laughs> Rest in peace to Mr. Norm McDonald, a true legend in our day. And we were, we were blessed yeah. to have been uh, around for his. That was one of my first comedy. thoughts is like, thank God we got to like, oh, yeah, watch that. The SNL days. Yeah. When he got fired from SNL for making too many OJ jokes. Dude. And he just kept making OJ jokes. He didn't jokes. care, dude. No, he didn't, he didn't care. care. He just wanted, there's a bunch of articles right now um, about how he just wanted to do the funniest thing yeah. and he truly didn't care yeah. like if he knew in his heart that it was the funniest thing it didn't matter yeah, what yeah. anybody else thought no. and that's such a that's beautiful dude we gotta uh, i think i have to pull up just all the movies like dirty work and fucking he has a little tiny part in everything me and uh steve were just talking about billy madison before oh man he's a little tiny yeah. part in billy madison he's great in that i want to pull up this this clip of uh <laughs> of norm mcdonald uh i get dude he had this show that i need to dive into i guess he did like a show that was an hour long and he would just have a guest and talk with a guest it wasn't the like recently well yeah i think it was just a show he did like daily or weekly or whatever Uh um but he he also did this show on netflix called norm mcdonald has a show Mm -hmm. which is so good just watch it it's so fucking good but i think this was kind of like the the podcast version of that but he had steven merchant on uh ricky gervais's like writing partner who's also hilarious and in all the gervais stuff and i love him um but he's he's talking to ricky or or, uh steven merchant and he asks him uh i forgot what he asked him but here's the clip here's the clip it's just so fucking funny all right hang on the heroes 
Oh yeah, so he's like, had you ever met any of your heroes or something like that? Did you ever meet one of your comedy heroes and just were devastatingly disappointed? I met Matlock in a uh, a bookstore in LA, and he's reading a big, heavy book, you know. So I try to get up close. Do you know who Matlock is? He used to be Andy Griffith. He played Matlock. Ben that Matlock. wasn't his real name. Ben Matlock, yeah. white suits. Lawyer, he's a big, yes. big lawyer. So he's reading a book, you know. So I get—I don't like books. No, they make me sleepy. But you surprised me. I got close to him, and I pick up a book, you know, because yeah. I want him to notice. And I don't know what to say, so I go, "Holy fuck! I didn't see that shit coming." Something like that, right? And then he turns to me, and I was younger, and he said, "It's nice to see a young man who uh, likes literature." And I go, "I like literature. I like TV. I like lawyers." You know, I like whites, and then my throat got dry, and my whole being felt like I was somewhere else. I never felt such a feeling. It was not him. It didn't even look like him. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Stephen, I'll say this. Not a day goes by, I don't think about that fucking old man. God damn it, dude. What a Fuck, fucking funny man. motherfucker. And that's Fuck. what all his comedy was. It was yeah, literally dude. that kind of comedy. Yeah. It was like, dude, what did you just say? Holy it shit. It turned out it wasn't him. It didn't even look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I like lawyers and TV shows. <laughs> I love looking at a big book and going over to someone going, damn, I didn't see that fucking coming. <laughs> god damn what a loss Fuck, anyway man. we have some amazing stuff from him though which is really awesome and there's so much stuff like mm -hmm. i really want to listen to the all of that yeah. show yeah 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 um, <laughs> every single one of them but he there he did one with lauren michaels dude mm -hmm. and it's crazy do you know it's how really he has good. a sidekick on that show? yeah that guy's Adam. great he is like he was the he ran the comedy store yeah but i think he moved to texas in the pandemic but he was like the guy he's so good stuff. he's a good co-host yeah. with him because he laughs at everything yeah. norm says yeah, yeah and then he like adds some fun shit to it. and then norm just used to give him so much shit mm -hmm. just so funny anyway all right well rest in peace to norm mcdonald mm -hmm. and uh please check out all his shit if you want to laugh uncontrollably for hours um and then uh yes please come check out mike falzone's shows please check us out on the east coast tickets and uh, info available soon and please on tuesday night the 22nd check out the bill and ted's excellent remake on twitch.tv slash the dream warriors with a z i think sure and grab but a check zine, our socials God. we have all the stuff there and please grab a zine at dynamic banter clothing yeah thank you to headgum thank you to our sponsors thank you to everyone who sent in a history road please keep sending those in dynamic banter at gmail.com and don't ever ever Skip the chart. Don't skip, don't skip, don't skip, don't skip. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>